Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil Camero here with episode 302 of the Tutor Podcast, the Monday morning show for anyone who wants to start, grow and love their tutoring, teaching and coaching business the same way I love mine. As usual, I'm here to share ideas, insights I've had, borrowed, stolen, synthesized or purloined during the 24 years or so I've been in business from the tens of thousands of pounds I've invested and continue to invest in training myself and getting myself an education. And then to give it all away to you guys in a no-nonsense, no-BS kind of way. It's all a byproduct of my restless, relentless search for ideas, techniques and processes which can make my life run more smoothly, more easily, make my business more profitable, my teaching more effective, and allow me to move through the world, leaving everyone I interact with feeling insanely good about meeting me. If you're okay with that, let's crack on, because today I want to talk about one of my teaching superpowers. Turns out to be a superpower in everyday life as well. It's magic words. Magic words are words that change minds and distort realities. And just for clarity, I'm spelling magic, M-A-G-I-C-K, to differentiate it from the tricks, illusions, prestidigitations, and the effects performed by stage magicians. You know, sawing the lady in half, that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm so proud that I didn't even need to spell check. Press the digitation. You see, the words we use, whether teaching, coaching, negotiating, or even just shopping or mooching around, are change agents. They're powerful minions in our service, and they burrow into the psyche of the people around us, doing our dirty work for us. <laughs> Twirl your evil genius moustache, people. Because words perform miracles if correctly used. They leave a trail of woe and destruction if used carelessly or imprecisely. So, precision language, guys. Your words, your carefully considered, honed and crafted utterances can pivot the whole day for a person. But most of all, they can transform your own day, your week, month, year, or even your life. See, words are how we mediate our relationship with reality. How we interpret what happens to us. So doesn't it make sense to notice the words we use every day, to begin to understand the subtlety and power of our own other people's words, the effect they have upon us? I am absolutely certain that the precise language of a person who switched on to the power of words will always produce better results than someone who is more casual with their words. See, when a person has a command of the magical power of words, harnessed and deployed to shape reality, they'll much more easily control the outcome of any encounter or conversation, any negotiation or interaction. Doesn't that make sense? So when a visibly down student arrives for a lesson, we can help them and ourselves right from the first words we exchange. You see, I'm not going to permit them to track their black mood into the teaching room and stink up the place like they had dog poo on their shoes. No way. How am I going to do it? 
Well, I don't ask how you're doing because that's an invitation for them to recount their woeful condition and reinforce the negative groove they're in, isn't it? So that's not going to happen. Not on my watch. What I'll do instead is I'll ask them how fabulous they are today. Now, if they're not experienced at date change yet and they don't know how to play this game, and it's always a yet because they soon will know that, they might not know how to respond at first. So I'll give them a sliding scale to help them. How fabulous are you today on a scale of one to astonishingly marvellous? And you can actually see them change in an instant as they unpack the ridiculousness of my presumption that they're fabulous. Then they try to make sense of the sliding scale, which has different terms of reference at opposite ends. And usually they'll smile and they'll start to enter my world. Now, this stuff started off as a bit of fun for me, just goofing around with extravagant terms and being silly with interesting words. But eventually, dim as I am, I noticed the effects of my words and what they were doing to my students on my counterparts in business meetings and my relationships with those nearest to me. I began to notice that they smiled at my silliness. They sat up a little bit straighter or they raised their heads a smidge. The checkout staff at the supermarket would ask, How are you today? My son would cringe knowing that something silly was about to happen. Oftentimes, I'd look left and right, scanning, before I lean forward a little bit and stage whisper, Shh! Don't tell anybody. But I'm really, really happy. In fact, I'm so ridiculously happy, so completely marvellous, that I'm afraid they're going to catch me again. Then I'll look around again, smile, lean forward again and ask the cashier, so I'm curious, how have you managed to avoid the happy police when you're so obviously wonderful, so evidently dazzling, even on a Tuesday? And so begins a silly, brief, interruptive back and forth exchange between us. Now, if this changes my experience at Sainsbury's, for me, you've got to bet it changes how they feel. They don't meet many people who are insanely happy, who are so completely marvellous that they're afraid to be caught. And yes, I'm being silly, being playful with them, and I'm being playful with myself. I'm using humour and language to manipulate them. Ooh, you don't like the word manipulation, do you? I could tell. So let's try the word influence instead. Notice how choosing that word seems much more benevolent. It shifts your perception of what I'm doing. Manipulate equals bad. Influence equals good. Magic words, yes? Same for the word practice. Uh, that's a meh word if ever there was one. But how about if instead of saying practice, I said plug your guitar in and make a ton of joyful noise? Which words are going to have little Rosie getting the guitar out of the bag? It's interesting, isn't it? Now, years ago, I worked in the casino industry, and I hated it until the gaming manager, a guy called Tony Stocks, so cheers for this, Tony, pulled me to one side and asked me what was wrong with me. I told him that I hated coming to work and dealing with the punters, who I considered mostly to be a bunch of morons. Tony said I didn't have to be there. I was free to leave any time I wanted. Hmm, that meant I was there by choice, didn't it? And Tony continued, he said, look, you don't got to be here 
get to be here. Hmm. I could feel myself moving in a different direction. And then Tony waved his hands at the whole gaming floor out there and said, look at all these people. They've all made a special effort to get dressed up, washed and spruced up, cleaned up, to look good just to come here and see you. Wow. And he wasn't stopping because he then said, and this roulette table, he thumped it a couple of times and said, you know, this is your stage, don't you? This is your playground. That's why we call this the gaming industry. The clues in the name, stupid. I want you to command the stage, entertain your audience, because as long as they're there, you're the focus of their attention. You're the star of the show the minute you put on your dicky bow and ask them to place their bets. Man, that was a magic spell, wasn't it? Tony wove that in a minute or two, and I spent the next 15 years in the gaming industry and never worked a day in all that time. I just played games and entertained my fans. Truly a magical transformation, effected with a few words. So talk to me, guys. How about you? What are your magic words and spells? What are your incantations and enchantments? Share them with me. And if you're new to magic, try it. And then let me know how you get on. Drop me an email to info at neilcamado.com and follow me on X where I am at Tudor Podcast. As I said at the head of the show, I'm here to listen as well as talk because I don't have all the answers. So maybe you can help me out. If you haven't already, like and subscribe to the podcast. And as always, I'll be back next week with more no BS ideas, more tips to help you to start, grow and love your tutoring business. Just like I love mine. Till we meet again, I hope this podcast has got you thinking has been some help. Stay healthy, stay useful, and have a scintillating, magical, and fabulous day. Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media, and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow and love their tutoring businesses.